0: Hey guys, it's your girl, Boonie, and you're listening to episode 154 of the Boonie Breakdown podcast, your source for all things responsible and ratchet. All right, welcome to this week's episode, guys. Happy Monday. You made it another week. All right. Um, this week, the guest is our homie, our friend, Chika. We do a good little kiki about all the shit that hits differently now. <laughs> Um, I make a confession in this episode. Yes, it is my turn to confess. Um, So this is interesting. It leads us down this whole rabbit hole. We kind of circle back to a topic that Brian mentioned in the episode he was on this season about Mount Rushmore. We talk about our own personal Mount Rushmore, and then we go into kind of a say a deep dive but we kind of go into boomerang yes the eddie murphy classic boomerang you guys know i love eddie like he's in my trinity um and that should hit different <laughs> that should hit different at the age of 35 watching it yes so that is our conversation in this episode so stick around for that a little bit later all right we're gonna hop into pick of the week boonies pick of the week this week Um, I have not done this in quite some time. This is the first time that I um, probably did this. Maybe not the first time. I don't know. Let me not say because I don't even keep I should keep like a, a spreadsheet of my boonie pick of the week. Anywho, but my boonies pick of the week this week is the iPhone 12 Pro camera. All right. I had an iPhone X. So after three long years, I upgraded finally to a new phone. And the camera on that motherfucker, oh my God, let me just say something right now. If you follow me on Instagram, which you guys all should be doing at The Boonie Breakdown, I had no qualms if I just woke up and my glasses, my retainer still in, the scarf on. I post up in the Insta story. But this camera is so clear. I don't know if I'm going to do that. I had, I don't know. I really, truly don't know if I'm doing that anymore. <laughs> the camera is just so sharp. It really is... Um, it's hitting especially for me to upgrade so so far I'm pleased I've only had the phone a day that's all I know that is different at this moment but it doesn't matter because I'm never leaving Apple so shout out to the iPhone gang. (laughs) Housekeeping this week uh the feedback from last week's episode Uh, Episode 153, What is Financial Domination with Mistress Marley? This was an interesting set of feedback. I feel like this was a topic um, that a lot of people did not know about. A lot of people were not into or deep into BDSM and kinks and financial domination, etc, etc. And so a lot of you were like, wow, this was eye opening to you. Um, this whole world and how she's monetizing this. And one message I got in particular, I'm pulling it up now so I can read it. Hey Boonie, this one was eye-opening. I had never heard of financial domination. Just the fact that she just gets people who get off of not controlling their wallet and sending her money. Thank you throughout the week for sharing for sharing examples of how she does this in her own life, because I still did not believe that this was possible. I am now following Mistress Marley and possibly considering enrolling in her sex academy to see how I can monetize some things as well. Thank you, as always, for hipping us to new shit. So you are welcome. I think a lot of you guys kind of are in that same boat where you were like, I'm not sure what this is, but I'm intrigued I might try. I will say though, some other feedback from this where a lot of you started confessing things to me, which gave me an idea. So for the second part of housekeeping, (laughs) I'm going to do an episode before the end of the year, where I want you guys and this can all be anonymous, right? I would like to for you guys to send in your confessions, anything like treat like I'm not Catholic, but you know how you go like priest, father, I have sinned, blah, 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 blah. We're not talking about sinning, right? But I would love to know some more of your confessions because some of the things you guys told me that you said you had never told someone or if you knew me, you were like, don't tell anybody this. Um, I was fascinated. So um, if like we've we done in the past for episodes, if you need me to change your voice, I can change your voice. Um, if you just want to type it and send it in, you can do that as well. So what you can do is you can send it over to the breakdown at gmail.com. All right, you can do that. You can send a voice memo. Um, just let me know if you need the voice change, or you can just type it and I can read the confession for you. We can do it that way. You can also just head on over to thebooniebreakdown.com, hit the contact form, send it in there, and that way it can be truly anonymous and I don't even have to see your email address and you can send it over some words there. Um, also, if you go to our website, there is a button for you to send a voicemail that way that is truly anonymous. So yeah, there's a lot of ways that you guys can do this. I am looking forward to hearing some of your confessions. And I will remind you again, but we'll do this episode in December. So you got some time to send it and think about it. But I'm, I'm really curious now to uh, hear some more things from you guys. All right. Next thing, would you rather Wednesday live this Wednesday, October 28th, 2020 over on Instagram at the Boonie breakdown, we will be doing our infamous Wednesday game show um, live. Now here's the twist. If you go live with me, cause you know, I go live with about four to five people each time we do this. If you go live with me and you have a Halloween costume on, you will get something from me. You will win a prize from Boonie. You guys know I love giving away things. So if you feel spicy, you want to have some fun and go live and have a costume, you can do that. If not, you just want to participate in the comments. You can do that too. We always have a good time. So again, Wednesday, October 28th, 8pm Eastern time, 5pm Pacific time. So go ahead and put those in your calendars. Um, set those alarms down because I don't want to hear it every time like clockwork. I get people like, Oh, shit, I missed it. I missed it. So go ahead, put it in your calendar right now. Also, you guys know that I love when you give lovely five star reviews. So you guys know I always ask for five star reviews on the Apple podcast app. If you listen on any Apple device, iPhone, iPad, iPod, uh, MacBook, whatever it is that you listen to, you can go leave five star reviews there. You can also leave a five star review over on our Facebook page at The Boonie Breakdown. And I got a lovely one from uh, Miss Kimberly. I'm not going to say her last name, Uh, but it says Booney, just know that I'm a new pandemic listener of the podcast and I am obsessed. I have been binge listening. I already loved you in real life. But you on the podcast, laughing emoji. I love it. I've already given you five stars on iTunes. So listen, that person left me a double five-star review. Like that is just going above and beyond. So Kimberly, thank you for both of your five-star reviews. And if you want to join Kimberly head on over to Facebook or Apple Podcast app. You can leave those reviews. I love reading them and you can hear your review on a future episode, all right? And again, because we've plugged it already so many times in this episode, if you are not following us on social media, you can do so. We're on Pinterest even. You can follow us, Pinterest, at The Booney Breakdown. Instagram and Facebook at The Boonie Breakdown and over on Twitter, just at Boonie Breakdown. That is where we are. We are most active on Instagram, but we welcome you to follow us across any platform that you choose to do so. And when you share the episode, you can drop a link. You can put it on your Facebook page. You can put it a tweet out there. You can do a screenshot in your Insta story, but be sure to tag us at The Booney Breakdown and use the hashtag pod n p o d i n and the hashtag the boony breakdown you see consistency here just the boonie breakdown the boony breakdown (laughs) and the more that you share it and use your voice to help us grow we love it that's how we grow faster by you you know helping us and letting all your lovely friends know about something that you enjoy and hopefully they listen to so that is it for me guys so let's get ready to break it down All right, guys, it is your girl, Boonie, and uh, we're here with the homie, Sheikah. Hey, girl, hey. Hey. Look, we're recording on this here Friday night. We were just talking about mouths. (laughs) Yes, mouths. (laughs) Yeah. And I was saying, like, I get so many compliments on my teeth. Thank you, because I spent a lot of fucking money on my mouth. So, yeah. Every single compliment you guys send me does not go unwarranted. <laughs> yeah. It makes me feel happy that the money was well spent. Okay. Right. Um, but I am going to share on Instagram this week. I'm going to share I'm going to say it now. So I actually do it, but I'm going to share the side by side of my teeth. Now it's not the official um, orthodontist picture, even though that one is wild, but yeah. I really want to show, cause I found a video because Snapchat was the reason I got finally fucking got down. And I'm like, I think before Snapchat, I don't recall ever recording myself all the time to talk into the oh, screen. Oh, gotcha. And so watching it over and over again, like, fuck. <laughs> What's happening there, sis? We got to get this together.
1: Yeah, so I yeah. went to the
0: orthodontist. It was literally because of Snapchat. And so I found an old Snapchat video came up in my, the you know, the new update or iOS. It does those photo memories if you yes. use the widget. And so one of them was this old video, and I was like, oh, shit, look at my teeth. And so I did a screen grab, and I compared it to my present-day teeth. And, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was worth all of every single penny I spent. So yeah,
1: because you you saw me wince as I tried to, as I took my avision line out. I remember those funny. days. Yeah, that, shit that pain. hurts.
0: I remember that pain. So yeah,
1: and I was telling you that I only had an open bite, and my dentist convinced me to do it. It wasn't necessary. My teeth weren't straight. It's just my I thrust my tongue in my sleep, basically. So uh, and the thing it was, was a training thing for me.
0: The thing was I was not interested in it. My I went to a teeth cleaning after I had gotten my wisdom teeth out. Uh-huh. I had already had like a little issue with two teeth, but my dentist, the hygienist noticed, she was like, Is that you have a gap now? And I was like, Oh yeah, I got a little bigger. And she's like, You just got your wisdom teeth out, like your teeth spread. Like you we're going you should monitor it. That's what I was they like. Got me. They, yeah, I was like, they spread like that. She's like, I'm going to measure this gap. And when you come back in six months for the cleaning, we can measure it again. And if it's bigger, then you know your teeth are just going to keep spreading. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, shit. So when we came back in six months for the cleaning, it had indeed spread. And yeah. then Snapchat. And I was like, all right, well, let's go ahead and do this thing because it's going to keep. I'm going to put a sign up like next tooth a mile or some shit. I don't know.
1: So please, yeah. My dentist got me after my wisdom teeth too, because you know they had to do the X ray of your mouth, and is is you know is I basically had like a lisp because of the open bite. So it was visible. The space between my top row and bottom row was like literally the width of my tongue, and so yeah. Mm, and men seem to think that's sexy. I need to understand what it is. It is it the correlation between a lisp and a heavy tongue that you men feel I like? Ask Brian. Like, I'm sure he'll tell it. you. Right. I'm sure he will. No, because you'll and, and you'll notice because people will look at your mouth while you're talking, and I would notice that. Um, so, yeah, that's the only reason why I did it. And now I don't have a lisp anymore, so uh, maybe that'll stop. I don't yeah, know. It's, it's, it's very weird. It's and it's just
0: crazy now, like little things I noticed because it changes the whole shape of your mouth and your jaw when you go through the whole orthodontia thing, which is why they tell you you should go to an orthodontist and not use Smile Club Direct. I'm, it's because right. you're not being monitored. And so even though my teeth were shifting and closing very quickly, my orthodontist had to do a few things to correct my My bite wasn't closing as fast as my spacing and my teeth were got you so my bite was all fucked up for like a couple oh, yeah so even though i had invisalign i had to do um same i had to do rubber bands which are Oh fuck. right 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 that's some fuck shit um mm-hmm. so yeah this portion of the podcast is not sponsored by invisalign but no, if anybody has
1: and invisalign contact yes <laughs> sis
0: we will be a spokesperson. Right, and, I paid uh, my
1: off already, but yes, every two weeks. <laughs> look, Listen, it was like, I'll, two look, week
0: I'll week. save it because I know somebody else who had invisalign had to get it again because their teeth started moving. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Go ahead, we'll we'll endorse y'all again. Give us a whole, give us a sponsorship, right? So guess what? What? I have a confession to make. Oh, I, like I have been saving it until you came on the pod. <laughs> And this is a big time confession.
1: Like Okay, let me light my chair and prepare.
0: (laughs) Go ahead and spark up sis.
1: Okay, we're
0: ready. If you recall, I have proudly proclaimed on this here broadcast known as the Booney Breakdown that I had given up men with locks. (laughs) I had a good long streak. But I must confess that my streak of no longer fucking men with locks has come to an end.
1: (gasps) Fuck you, me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Is it? Is it right? Yeah. It's who you know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um. You can hold water. That's really good because we've spoken.
0: Listen, um, <laughs> that's wonderful to know.
1: Hey, sir, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will
0: say this I had some bomb ass skinny dude dick, um, that were attached to a man with locks. It was so traumatizing to your girl that at the end of 20, Oof. I think it was 2014, or Mm -hmm. maybe somewhere mid-2015. I had proudly proclaimed I was giving up these fuck niggas with locks, okay? Men with locks were my Mm -hmm. kryptonite. I had to walk away, and I did it, cold turkey. And then I did a year... You know the dick was so good and it had fucked me up so bad. I did a year of no fucks. Twenty sixteen, I fucked. Nothing oh, I remember you did that. intentionally.
1: <laughs> yeah, you did that intentionally. Intentionally. Like, Who was his son? I can't. Remember. I'll
0: never do it again. It was an Aquarius. Ooh, um, I do it. Yeah. I
1: felt that I felt that in my spirit because <laughs> I have been there with an Aquarius Yes, nigga I wholeheartedly recommend
0: the meet of an Aquarius
1: man. <laughs> um, yes, do not get attached friends though. You can yeah, fuck them. I mean, do I went down them. that
0: road and I literally did the year 2016 was no fucking and mm. so when 2017 rolled around I was back on the saddle and it was like, fuck these niggas with locks and literally two weekends ago, Columbus Day weekend, it did not hit me as I was doing it. But <laughs> a little later, I was telling someone else, "Like, guess what? It had been so long since I had. And this is a revisit. It's not a new Nicola. It's a right. revisit. Not the skinny dude. Um, But I was just like, oh, my God. It had been about eight years with this person in particular. Right. And I was like wow. telling them and I was like. <gasps> and they were like, what? I was like, oh, my God, my streak is over. It's over. So. Five and a half-ish, six years, no men with locks.
1: Wait, well, y'all haven't been voting that long, that's so interesting.
0: Yeah, it was eight years. Jesus. It was eight years. And it was so crazy because when he got here, I felt like, um, it's so funny. I wonder if he's going to listen to this one. <laughs> Me
1: too. Uh, <laughs> but
0: i was like legit like on some nervous shit because it i was well in my 20s when the last time we hooked up so i felt like i was still a baby and i thought so highly of him sexually i thought he was on my rushmore um, as Brian calls it, I totally have adopted. The I Rushmore like I like the rush because Rushmore I fits. I have yeah. four that I have on my Rushmore. He was always one of them on my Rushmore, yeah. and so I was just nervous, like, oh my god, what if eight years later it sucks, we don't have chemistry? So when he's here and he's like laying in my bed, I, your girl had butterflies. Aww. I cannot tell you the last time I've had like legit nervousness, butterflies before fucking it has been quite some time and yeah I was like oh my god are we really gonna do it we're not gonna do it because we hadn't done it in so long I was like we're not gonna do it and then we did it and I was like oh
1: shit okay all right yeah okay
0: and then we did it again and I was like okay (laughs) okay
1: right yeah yeah yeah. that's the thing like I have I mean I used to recycle uh Probably throughout my twenties, I think it was it was somebody again. One of those moments when you're just like, you know what, fuck these, like fuck niggas, period. Um, yeah, I think it was around <laughs> thirty. I like bought a house the next year. I I literally just canceled men and focused on me. But after him, I stopped uh, revisiting. So I would be. I mean, I'm not putting this out here for that but <laughs> i would be interested to see how that went because remember i i sent you that screenshot after somebody mm-hmm. to the post about somebody um fucking stealing my one my one my <laughs> profile picture <laughs> on instagram and making fake pictures. i was like what the fuck is going yeah, on yeah, is, uh, is uh, it retrograde of, you know so you know that nigga, the, you know that nigga stole from me the last nigga stole from me so it's like you uh, know i was on high alert but anywho, somebody had looked at the um, my story, saying that that wasn't me who's in my Rushmore, and it has been a long like bitch. I was I was doing some yeah, some questionable things like went yeah. to a studio in um, DC and yeah and the, like why were you, why what were you doing she Yo, your 20s uh, listen, listen listen
0: if you're listening to this right now and you are yes. still in your 20s if you're still Lift between the ages up. of 20 and 28 29 you gotta start preparing for your 30s but if you're between 20 and 28 Lip, do live live that you wanna shit do. up hop on every dick safely that you can absolutely have fun do it all
1: don't do a relationship. Now, this might say sound strange to you, and y'all who have a dry sense of humor would get it like, yes, we are both two single bitches um, mid, <laughs> mid to late 30s, yes. But I will say, oh. <laughs> right? It sounds traumatic. It's not that bad. But I will say I do not regret especially my sexual exploration in my 20s. I feel like I did my 20s the way I should have, um, I don't feel like because I was not pressed for a relationship, that's why I don't have one now. Yeah, um, I just felt like I avoided a lot of heartache and fucking pain, and maybe possibly pregnancies and things of that such in I my twenties. D- I
0: definitely feel like if I had gotten married in my twenties, I'd have been divorced already.
1: Hell yeah! Um, Do not and- get married before thirty. You don't even know who <laughs> you are. It's science. Your frontal cortex doesn't even kick in completely till you're 25. Like yeah. you're going to be different. I remember it was almost like overnight is dramatic, but I can be dramatic. But it was almost that that 29 or 30. Like I stopped giving a fuck about so much shit at 30. And I was very shocked. Cause I, you know, people talk about it, but you don't expect it. But I kind of just woke up one day, like, I don't give a fuck about this, this, that, and that. And yeah. I decided I, to be I, true to me.
0: I told my little sister once, um, this is when I was still in my twenties and she's in her twenties still. And I was mm. just like, shit, I remember when I turned twenty four and I looked back at twenty one like fuck. And I remember when I turned twenty seven, I looked back at twenty-four, like, whoa, like the growth of, of yourself as a person in your twenties is fucking amazing. I wanna circle back on one thing before we move on. Okay can i want i'm gonna do this and then i want you to do it i'm gonna describe because i feel like when i was looking over my rushmore i feel like each person on my rushmore has very different style and aesthetics in terms sexually of, yeah of why they're on Even
1: physically for me but okay. yeah i was <laughs> like why they're on
0: my rushmore so i have one right um because mm-hmm. i was just thinking about it like it's not like they were all the same style of lover, type of lover. They mm-hmm. all had the same physique. Like they really are just very different types of men. And so I was kind of laughing at someone because when Brian said it, I remember Googling Rushmore because I was mm-hmm. like, right. what the fuck that shit look like again? <laughs> and who's on there? So you, what is it? It's Washington, Lincoln. 'Cause somebody on there who isn't a
1: president. Roosevelt correct? and Jefferson. Ain't it? Ain't that who was on there? I guess. Is it somebody on there who wasn't a president or no? No, I think they all presidents. The old, maybe that was from like a uh something, a joke from like the office or some shit. I'm I'm remembering that.
0: Okay, so it's George Washington. Okay, I was close. Oh, I had them. I was right. Okay. George Washington, then it's Thomas Jefferson, Theodore Roosevelt, and Abraham Lincoln.
1: It is from the office because Michael, when Ben Franklin came in, was like, oh, oh no, yeah, that's, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what I got to I was like, he wasn't the president. OK, yeah.
0: so OK, so they all like Washington and Lincoln are looking one way and Jefferson and and Roosevelt are looking another way. So right. my Lincoln, I just Googled, pulled it up. So my Lincoln, because he Lincoln is off to the side by himself, he's not connected to the other three. Lincoln is who I would give um the person, my skinny dude, big ass, heavy ass dick. Really I can had, see that being your Lincoln. Yeah, really had good stroke gain. That's my Lincoln. Yes. My Roosevelt, um, beautiful penis, one of my favorite penises I've ever had. Like the penis itself is just really a work of art. Mm-hmm. Nice thick vein, nice thick, girthy chocolatey dick very good oh. um that's my roosevelt just because it was a distinguished and it was also attached to an older man who was significantly older than me so that is oh. my uh distinguished penis right okay okay now we get to the washington and jefferson i'm going to give jefferson to the eight-year rekindle okay <laughs> Very, um, enthusiastic, (laughs) lots of stamina. Mm -hmm. He's going to go for the gusto. Right. And then my Washington, the general, the leader. Okay. I'm giving that to Hotep. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I can see that. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Giving it to Hotep. Because Washington, George Washington was tall, right? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I'm definitely going to give that to... That's the, per- the general. It's like, that nigga can say anything. I'm like, fucking putty. What you want me to do?
1: Right, right. Do?
0: Oh, well, uh, okay, I'm going to do it. All right. That is my uh-huh. Rushmore. All very different. All very different.
1: Yeah. You know, I have to remember for... Um, <laughs> it's been some time since I've thought about uh my Rushmore, actually. Um... So the one who I would say, let me recall, let me think.
0: <laughs> got to think on it.
1: Yeah, I got to think on it. I mean, cause you know I ain't gonna hold you, Word <laughs> <Boy> to, <laughs> to somebody. Uh, I, I, you know, you know, there's been there's been some niggas. I just I gotta think. Um,
0: no, because I've always it's funny. I don't keep track of the quantity I think I
1: think of, of like a two people two or three people that I'd be like
0: yeah I always kept a top three uh-huh mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then recently someone came in and I was like fuck so right, man, because... why because Brian introduced the Rushmore mm-hmm. I was like "Oh, these food niggas that works <laughs> right
1: who was yeah. off who was off to the side by themselves Lincoln that's Is Lincoln yeah. yeah My Lincoln would probably it would be uh and it's funny because sometimes he listen. We haven't spoke. He had re- resurfaced a couple of years ago, and I was just like, "We can't do this because <laughs> um, it just it doesn't make sense." Uh, but the that he was an Aquarius, and he would probably be the Lincoln, like because. Looking at him, I don't think anybody would like expect that like he's just a nasty nigga. Like it is just nasty naked.
0: niggas. Yeah, he's that the was the nigga
1: who I at, the first nigga I tried anal with, Oh, actually the only nigga I've done anal with, and it got to the point where it was like Liddy. That was like Ooh, oh, look, I don't have, know
0: that. okay, there's a similarity. Yeah. I didn't even mention that. Like he's not the only person, but he's the only person who it was like a requirement. We're gonna do it.
1: Yeah, he asked me a lot and like. I, re- I recall doing it more than three times. So yeah, <laughs> um, and only person like had, well, not only person, but he introduced me to like sex on my period. I would not do it. Cause I just thought it was going to be like, he gave me head and everything. It, he's, he's nasty. He's Ooh, just, You got I, head on your period. Yeah. I had a tampon in though. It's fine. <laughs> tampon in, put the towel down and then you take the tampon out when you're ready to um, have intercourse. That's how you do it. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, I tried a lot. He, he, it was explorative with him. Um, now, the one who I showed you the screenshot of recently, he's like, su- like, stupid, tall, slim, heavy dick type. Um, but like, everything was fire, like, all uh-huh. of it. And it's just something. So I would give him. Like he was always, I would get from Washington because he was always consistent. We okay. never, like, I can't remember one time that it was like trash. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he was somebody that, you know, ashamed again in my twenties, I was not as liberated probably as I am now, but like never gave me head until like the last time we had sex. And I was like, I am so glad you never did that before because it was that fire. That I been, <laughs> not that fire. I might've been, dumb. I might've been even more dumb. Right? You know, if that was a part of the package. That'd be happening, too. Yeah, so that would be uh Washington. Who else? Who the am God, I missing? Theodore
0: Roosevelt.
1: Theodore Roosevelt. I'm just giving them their signs, because I don't really have any other things that I need to describe these niggas for. <laughs> um, Theodore, I would give that to the Aries. That was the one in my 30s, and I was just like, all right, cool. But, like, we would, like, it was it was it was consistent, but it was weird because like I felt like he always felt like he could do better, and I was just like, mm. I mean. so it was like he was always trying to top himself. So it very much, you know, that was fun for me because I was just like, I mean, I'd be good, but like if you want to go you higher, yeah, uh, like do do your thing. Be my guest. Be my the, guest. Yes, come on, Beauty and the Beast. Um, <laughs> and the last one. Do I have a fourth? Well, oh, you can leave it open.
0: I might a fourth it could open. be coming. Yeah,
1: look, a fourth might be coming because
0: look, I hope and I shit, I need a quality dick.
1: Oh no, that's why from I don't here on out. out. This is exactly I can't why I don't sex.
0: I can't be wasting my time with this lacklusterness, especially if I'm going to be as a single woman. I don't have time yeah. to be wasting,
1: especially in the age of the Rona. Right. And even, like, I think back to my 20s, like, I had some trash sex experience, but not as much as I feel like I hear a lot of people talk about, because even in that instance, in that age, it was like, okay, if things aren't quite going the way I want to, like, I'll, like, try to take charge as best I I could to make my experience great. So, like, now at this age, that's why I be telling you, I'm like, girl, I be looking up at the munchies to be going past because... You know, I can n- not have my emotions tied to sex, but there's something extra about like in actually enjoying somebody. With it, and, yeah, that you're gonna have sex with, and it's just like I could just fuck off, sure. But you know, where did you just stop? Why do you feel so empty? Because it be it, it gets tiring. It get it expires at some point. So
0: yeah, I had to get to the point where I had to accept that yeah I don't feel like every sexual encounter is an emotional encounter, no, but I also know I have a limit that me even too. eventually if we just continue to fuck without any yeah. type of conversation of what this is what it's gonna be what it's not gonna be mm-hmm. um especially for what it's not gonna be, then I definitely have a uh limit on how many times I can do that so because, okay, because
1: other- it get it gets boring to me.
0: Yeah and I feel like other to me too it's like I'll just start creating shit to make it more than what it is sometimes like like no this is Oh well, see just- and
1: I'm and I I'll, I'll just I can be cold and you know I'm I'm I'm, I'm sensitive so it's like I'll just oh my god I'm sorry. There's an ice cream truck that goes by my neighborhood 365 days a year. And I don't even that's know so funny. I was like, bitch, it's October. Why is the ice cream truck? If they, <laughs> if they be out in the winter, is this time all the time? I really think maybe they sell drugs on it. I don't know. One day I'm gonna go. I've been here five years and I swear to God, every day. He isn't Mr. But, day. He might be. Yeah, listen, but I shut down where that I'm not off I'm not as warm to niggas that I'm just having sex with. And uh they don't like they don't receive that well um so yeah it just gets to a point and then if I feel like okay I can do a little bit here and there and then they want to draw up I'm but just like you know what like listen guys we can just have the sex and have fun it's okay
0: and I was just like even thinking about this whole thing of like what is relationships what can people do for you and then mm-hmm. I know like today like Sweetie said the comments that went viral like Sis, if he not buying you a Birkin or well, he ain't paying your bills, then leave him alone. And of course, you know, Black Twitter went into an uproar.
1: How is she though?
0: And so that was my thing, because I was really thinking about it. I've never in my life, and maybe I'm a fool, maybe I should be doing more. But I have a problem asking people I love for money. I so see. I'm not just going to be asking a nigga I'm fucking or somebody I'm dating, like, now, if somebody gives me a a gift and it's a nice gift, that's different. But these requirements that you got to trick off on me and take care of me financially, I definitely don't have those requirements per se. Um,
1: me neither, but it's also because I've been taking care of myself for a very long time. So it's, it's hard to ask for it. Um, but I would like to know that if I needed it, a nigga wouldn't hit me with the nah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's
0: kind of where I am. Like, and that's that was my first thought. I'm like, one, she just turned like twenty five, right? So she's young.
1: Right. But also I feel like that's their like generation. That's what they're on. Like that's their
0: vibe. And then three, it's like okay, her nigga can buy her a Birkin because he has money, right? So somebody on Twitter made a good comment, like, whatever your Birkin is, sis, if that's what you want, right? So for me, my Birkin might be a student loan payment or give me some money for some furniture or some shit, but again, it wouldn't ever be me asking because
1: right.
0: Yeah, it it would just be you be like, oh, babe, I heard you talk about this. Surprise.
1: And And you know, I'm secretly waiting for that nigga. Because I know me, I'm not going to ask. Because nine nine times out of ten, I'll be all right. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm, I feel secure in my situation and stuff like that. So, an offer would be nice. But also, you know, I struggle with the idea of like being able to speak up and, and say, "Yeah, I'm gonna need something." Because, and it only gets weird because these days, men. That I come across like date naps and stuff like that, they struggle with like a date. I told you about Can the rest start nigga. there. I told you about the Sagittarius that I had to let go because he had mounted my TV you... and, and took fucking screws from in front of my face and then had a problem when I was like, Why you ain't asked? Like Listen. I was just like, sir, you really feel like I'm being extra by saying if you grab anything in my fucking house, ask me. My mama don't do that, my nigga. Like, are you
0: Dumb. Look, you know the theme on the Boonie Breakdown Instagram this week has okay. been stay away from you know, Sagittarius. I mean, fuck
1: with it. I never eh. really until about a year or two ago, but yeah, it's a little bit. They they play mind games and they try to mind fuck you. I'm too swift for it. Also, <laughs> mom, even though you know Sagittarius women are different from the men, but like big time. I, I, I'm hip to shit, so it was just very strange watching it in real time. The guy that I had like actually like we was just like fuck buddies for a little bit. And I was just like, yo, are you, do you think I'm done? Like, please stop. (laughs) Like I had to bring it to his attention and be like, listen, I don't understand why you're saying things that aren't true to me as if I want to hear that. But like, you don't need to do that.
0: Yeah. I just, I will always warn women, you know, I've always been on the Gemini men crusade kick. Um, just stay far away. Um, and I've now added the Sagittarius men to this list as well. Please just stay away or guard your loins, guard your heart, whatever the fuck you gotta do. But uh, yeah. Um, so <laughs> in theme with this conversation, Yes, I felt like I have been doing a lot of binging of 90s shit recently. And I was watching the other night, um, Boomerang was on. And I just feel like Ava. some of these movies hit so fucking different now in terms yeah, as an adult. As an especially as an adult and then some of the ones like I've watched Boomerang tons of times, dozens of times in my 20s. Me too. But I feel like it's something when you feel like you're their age or older than them and it's like mm-hmm. fuck this shit is still like I will be 36. Why is this still the case?
1: Yeah, because that is so funny. Because in the middle of me watching it, because I t- I think I watched it like Sunday or something, and one I was glad that I still enjoyed it because some mm-hmm. things you rewatch and you're like, Ugh.
0: no, but Boomerang still is really it, still really good. it aged well. It stood the test of time. Like it really yeah. has aged really well.
1: But one of my first thoughts, I was like, are they in like they mid thirties? I was like, yeah, oh, man, this is.
0: So when it hits, and I was just like. <laughs> So two things. I feel like it, I do feel like Boomerang has aged well. It stood the test of time. And I will say it's probably one of the greatest black movies of all time. I'll be bold enough to say that. You guys know, if you don't know, you're new here. I fucking love Eddie Murphy. Um, wow. and this is one of those rare, rare occasions where Eddie Murphy was fine, fine.
1: You know, I was looking <laughs> at it and I was like, "I see why." Like, really, a thought crossed, like, flew through my brain. I was like, "I see why bitches is fucking Eddie. I get it. Yeah, I see it."
0: Like, the shit was it. the sh- he was kind of fine, fine then, and he's at the height making money and the nigga's funny. So you so already get points because you can make somebody laugh. But then he kind of he little, ele- yeah, yeah. He, he elevated there. I had to look up because when you also look back, I don't think I ever appreciated the cast of Boomerang. So you had Eddie. Okay. So you had Hallie. Uh, You had Eddie. You had David Allen Greer. You had Martin Lawrence. You had Chris Rock. You had um, Tisha Campbell, John Witherspoon, right? You have Myra.
1: I don't know her yeah, real name, but that's but Myra. Myra. <laughs> yeah. Even um, Grace Jones. like Grace Jones. Yeah. Uh, Eartha Kitt. Okay. Eartha Kitt, so yes.
0: I was looking at this and two things I took away from, it was just a lot of things I took away watching it as a, like, I think this is my first yeah. time watching it as a 30 something year old black woman. Me too. The biggest thing I liked, and I remember watching this as a young child, but my mom would always be like, turn around or, cover your eyes and cover your ears on certain parts. So I knew parts, but I didn't know what the context was. Cause I was like, what the fuck are they? I don't know why they're laughing, but okay. Right. Um, so I remember the first time I watched it, like, ha I get it now. But I appreciated two things about having Grace Jones and Eartha Kidd. One, it was that um, Grace Jones was fly as fuck. Now I don't think, sh- so she might've been in her forties in that movie. Cause she's like in her seventies. Right. Now. Right. And then you had Eartha Kitt, who was probably in her 70s. <laughs> and I liked that they showed older women who were still sexual, sexual. and yeah. who found attractive. And especially Lady Eloise, because um, I was like, that was both of those roles I thought were very sex positive. And in the sense that you always hear about women sleeping their way to the top, Marcus right. fucked Lady Eloise for a promotion. Right. And And they they, hinted, they they, joked at it a few times in the movie.
1: Yeah. But I was like... It was interesting because it it was funny how they never... It never confirmed or denied. I was going to say it was very funny they never showed it, but the fact that, like, her whole butler was snickering every time. (laughs) So, like, nigga, you finna get fucked. (laughs) Like, like, I already know how this one dope. Go eat your lamb and have a good time because she finna fuck you. Yes. And I like that. And it also was funny because you know he denied it because of his so, Yeah,
0: because like I didn't fuck that old lady, right? Yeah, so but
1: like, well, you probably let Lady Eloise sit on your face. Like
0: Yeah, like I just thought the whole that whole little it was such a small part of the movie. But it was threaded through several times, like Robin yeah. Givens joked him about everybody it. Everybody
1: knew, yeah. Like
0: everybody was like, "Oh, did you fuck her?"
1: <laughs> yeah, because she probably told. And then the funniest thing was was him realizing when Robin Givens when they when they meet, she's kind of like, "Oh yeah, she's just she it's a figurehead. Like, like she doesn't even like she's not out. even in her right mind, <laughs> like, sir. Like you didn't you didn't pick up on that? Like she just put you your so ass out. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> she used you, sir." like she what is that and I just
0: love Eartha Kitt it's her whole like that purr I wish I could do that like, uh,
1: I don't have any panties uh, on she's like, yeah she's so funny and that little outfit she had I was like she better thrust her little pelvis in his face With her and little playboy gorgeous. 1950s yes. <laughs> I was just like look at her she's so tiny yeah <laughs> like, and I just like I love those two
0: characters me too. Then I thought another character that hit fu- different for me was Tisha Campbell's character. Yo, she was so um, I always thought geez. she was funny, right? It was funny, like girlfriend, girlfriend. And then when I thought about her role more significantly, like shit, Marcus dog the fuck out of her, right? Like they had something. Imagine and- you gotta
1: live next to a nigga that dogged you out there. Real. <laughs> like was some real shit? And watch there? him bring home all these women. I might. I might, be, I might act like that, too. You don't know, though. <laughs> I'm thinking about the last person I was dating. Seriously, if that mofo lived next door to me, I would make his life a living hell for <laughs> sure. For my enjoyment. It's just... And it's funny because, yes, younger, I was like, she's funny, but she's that annoying. But, like, why yeah. is she acting like that? She's bitter, and I was just like... Oh, but I, I I understand
0: being
1: that a, I get
0: that it, annoyed. Bitch. Yeah, yeah like it. fuck you. I Ain't get you it. I get, get it.
1: Right.
0: So I looked at her character completely different. Yeah. Um, I looked at okay. So first of all, I did not know, and I found this out a couple years ago. Um, and it was in an interview with John Witherspoon, R.I.P. Uh, um, the whole you got to coordinate scene. Was it improv? Was improv. Right,
1: right, right. I, you didn't, like... It's him and so Martin improv
0: the whole fucking thing. That was so and good. And they said that they filmed that scene, the Thanksgiving scene, like, over two days or some shit. Mm-hmm. But it was saying, like... I think it was David Allen Greer came up with the idea that they should go... The parents should go fuck in the bathroom. And that wasn't written in the script either. Like, that wow. whole scene was improvised and yeah. so eddie was saying like they went home and over the weekend they thought about it and him and the director got back on site on monday and was like ran to each other like we gotta add that in there yeah. like so i just thought one of the most memorable and best scenes of the entire movie was completely improv and not in the script
1: yes that and i will say the parents having sex in the bathroom probably made it less traumatic for me in high school when I went to use the bathroom in the morning and my parents were in the shower together. Like and it was <laughs> funny because I was asking questions like, hey mom, like what that at? He left for work already? He's like, no. I was like, oh, you downstairs? No. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> He's like, I'm right here. And I was like, what? <laughs> hey, I'm going to flush the toilet, wash my hands, and leave. Thank you so much. Um, sorry I interrupted. Whatever y'all are doing? That's hilarious. Whatever that means, you know. Yeah, so that is hilarious. It was, you know, but like that moment, I remember. I was like, that's so weird. But the coordinate, because it's just like first of all, the outfit, the fact that you're lining and your shirt is just if felt so natural that you would feel like they had to write that in cuz like why wouldn't you play why would
0: you pot? do that yeah like, why
1: the fuck you got that on <laughs>
0: <laughs> they said the whole that whole scene was totally improv. like once they decided to go that direction and they added in that sex scene they just let those comedic geniuses David Allen Greer Martin
1: mm-hmm. John
0: Witherspoon and Ooh. Eddie did it
1: and we forgot Layla Rashawn?
0: Well, Layla think? Rashawn was bad as fuck back in the day, okay? okay? Her white and the exhale, like, yes, boomerang yes.
1: body, bad as fuck. Which now- was so strange that they attacked her. However, was that a year ago? I don't know. How it probably ago. was two <laughs> weeks
0: ago. Who knows?
1: They was. did attack
0: her because oh, that was when he was cheating with cheating, Nicole Murphy. Yeah,
1: right. Whatever yeah. that thing was, that was terrible. But, but yeah, whatever. she's like she's cute, or something. Though.
0: Yeah, she's still pretty, but she just like, picked up some pounds. Cute yeah, yeah she But happened. she was bad back then. Like, Goddamn, bitch. Oh my god
1: damn, bitch. So yeah, how, how how weird that Eddie had that checklist of shit that like like. He acted like her toes was falling off. Like, maybe like she, she had leprosy. So Maybe she missed a pedicure appointment.
0: So, literally, I, I, I feel like, okay, now we're at the crust of the shit. Eddie, yeah. Jacqueline, Angela. We can even throw in uh, Lila Rashawn's character, right? Yeah. So, Eddie, I feel like as we're single women, Eddie was the quint... Oh, Marcus was the quintessential... I'm good on nigger paper. Like, I'm good on paper, mm. nigger, right?
1: Perfect on paper.
0: I've encountered quite a few of these men where mm-hmm. it's like I have the good job, I'm attractive, I'm single, I have no children, I make good money, I have my own place. just these very basic requirements. Let's just put that there because... Yeah,
1: the bar, because the bar's on the ground.
0: Yeah, functioning adults have these things. And... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like all, I'm looking. All of these women that he dealt with had these same things, right? Jacqueline yeah. was his fucking boss, so I'm sure she made more money than him. But he still right. was like, "I'm the fucking man. I am the shit."
1: He and had to I th- find a way.
0: I think that that was the first trigger in watching it. Like
1: he I've had been to with find these find men, something wrong because what he was seeking for, and that's once you deal and that's men and women once you're in a, the dating life or whatever for enough time you realize and in life in general that perfection is never fucking achieved
0: never because i'm like when you no, look no, at it you won't
1: achieve it
0: leila rashaun's character leila rashaun's character was to in my opinion better than robin gibbons but she was
1: better but he had that complex of wanting what he couldn't have She was too easy, but it's like, essentially, he wanted um, Robin Gibbons to act more like Leela LaShawn's character, even though it was just a fling, but he wanted her to be softer. He had an idea of what his perfect woman was like, and it was like, oh, she bad, da-da-da-da, okay, okay, she's not making it easy, fine, I'll chase, and then it was like, She didn't react, which I'm gonna tell you something about because she also I feel like had some of the cool girl complex. Um, but it's something about something that triggers men when women don't react, I feel like in a quote unquote clingy way post sex, it Mm -hmm. it does something to the oh, yeah, she fucked his ass all up because he wasn't, yeah, because he didn't like it. And I've See, like I'm yeah. giving
0: you a dose of your own fucking medicine, right?
1: Right? So, but not even whole, on purpose. It's who she was, she was. The
0: and the crazy thing was, like the when the roles reversed, right? because Chris Rock's sole character was to boast, his sole role was to boast boost Marcus's ego, like you'd big right, like. Right? And so then when it switched, he's like, man, you walk around here looking like pathetic. Right. (laughs) And then she's gathered around with all the girls girl's talking shit about him.
1: And everybody giggling like, hey, Marcus, (laughs) so sweet. Can we talk about how Movies in the '90s love to have a motherfucking funny ass mailroom man. And when I got my good old government job, I was like, I'll never run into no mail people. <laughs> like, where, who is the mailroom? Like, where is it? it always, because you know? even in strictly business, <laughs> Tommy Davidson was a good one. Yes, and I love strictly business. Almost saving a goddamn everybody. Yeah, it's I
0: love strictly business. business.
1: Oh my god! Oh, but no, I just laugh because
0: you're right. And all those movies, it was an office mail person. <laughs> like, like was y'all getting
1: that much mail at work? Shit. You know what's funny? There is this. It was this Asian guy in my old building who was super old and nice. He was. I saw him with the mail car. Okay, so I did experience a mailman. It just, I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't like funny and black and fine or nothing, but yes, I did. Yes, yeah, that's hilarious. It is
0: funny. And then I, the, the person who triggered me the absolute most, mm-hmm. Angela Halle Berry.
1: I was going to ask, how do you think? Because now looking back... Triggered! <laughs> I was there, cause here's the thing. And also it was interesting because I expected, I mean, I just feel like, I don't know if that was the last time, but like Halle Berry was very black in that movie. Like it was very, like, you know what I mean? And yes. so like her, traje- her trajectory of her like acting career, I just didn't see that. No one did. That way. <laughs> right. But first of all, it was very, no fuck i just got why you said triggering because now it's it's curling her character triggered the fuck out of me what a bitch and i'm just gonna say it because one she did that whole thing where she like i don't think she had the necessarily to really speak to robin given's character about it but she spoke to eddie's character marcus about it on some like oh you and jacqueline like what's up y'all cute that's nice
0: so she she did it both so, uh, so yeah she played it both ways because she, oh, no, she did
1: say something she to did jacqueline. but she
0: did it that same route like maybe you can like pull up off of him somewhat like but she took it that same very passive. Right. Like
1: on some friend vibes. Yeah. Like,
0: cause they were at work and she was like, whatever it is you're doing to him. And then Jacqueline
1: was like, whatever it is I'm doing to him. <laughs> right, like, Watch yourself. Cause I feel like you work for me, sis. And, yeah. Um, so he can't control his emotions. Sets on him.
0: So I feel like that whole situation there, because. You they really did portray Jacqueline and Angela as two very different types. So Angela's the artsy fartsy, uh creative, soft spoken, yeah. sweet girl. And then they made Jacqueline the vicious, sexy bitch, like office bitch, right? That those are the two different roles. Right. But I felt like once Marcus and Angela hooked up, also Why Marcus why'd you fuck with david
1: allen grill like like, you do that that with your friend's bullshit like because it's honestly like because she's the she's the type of um woman that niggas would love to hate because because david allen grill was basically dinner dinner nigga yeah, pay for dinner he encourages you he's sweet whatever and you know you ain't gotta fuck him if you don't want to we're Why? just Hold
0: friends they kept like saying it friends. we're just friends
1: yeah right but and, yeah, and call it friends knowing because she knew how he felt yeah very and much then, like she told Jacqueline you know how Marcus feels about you
0: and then you turn around and fuck his friend and then get with his friend
1: but don't even have a motherfucking conversation with the nigga. Neither one of them had a fucking... It like, was supposed to, like, surprise. Yeah, he
0: waited, they waited to after they were, like, fucking. And David Allen Green was like, you fucked her. Like,
1: <laughs> Right. Like, because I can tell, because I feel like the energy I'm getting is that y'all have fucked. And let me tell you something. For me and how it should be for people... you know, dick and pussy is just really not that serious. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you fuck with somebody, have a fucking conversation because nine times out of 10, they might not care.
0: Yeah, I think it's more so that you hit it and lied, not actually yeah, what you like, most of the time. So or if, they y-
1: if y'all in love, I'm a root for it. But like, yeah, also like technically,
0: like, you're right. Y'all did not have a relationship, but I do think you owed him the courtesy, you know, kind of like, hey, I'm yeah. feeling her. Do you mind if I go there? Not nah, hey, I fucked. I've been fucking her. Sorry. And
1: that's what's wrong with the world. That's what's wrong with the world. People like really try to like, you know. People avoid confrontation. People yeah, and they would skate off technicalities. Like, yes, technically, somebody should not feel away because of A, B, C, and D. But let's be realistic. We are human beings. And you, I think if I fuck somebody you like, I'm pretty sure you would want be like you're cheap, gonna um, feel
0: like whether it's not that you thought you were gonna get married to that person or whatever, yeah. but it's like damn bitch, like you damn, like damn. That, I, that's the only way I could say, it, like, damn. Like, but I damn. think I think too for me, like what triggered me the most about Angela too, was that she she, she was putting herself in a position to be fucked up and fucked over a little bit. She knew she was, she knew who she was dealing with, a reformed air quote player, right, who was still in love, lust, like whatever, with someone else and hadn't dealt with those issues or whatever was there, right? And so he got Jacqueline through the pussy at him one time.
1: And he took it. And
0: he took he it. couldn't wait. He could Then she throws it at him again, and now he gets a conscience, and he could not... Then he had... I'm in love with Angela. I gotta go, right? And guess what Angela (laughs) did? She stayed. Yeah, and so it's like, yeah, she kind of left. He had to go leave his job, go work with the kids, the art plays, and show up at her job, and she took him back, right? After they broke up. So it's like, that whole shit triggered me, because it's like... (laughs) A little. I felt a little bad for Angela. In the sense that it's like I've been there before, where you had someone who would have possibly treated you right, but mm-hmm. for whatever reason, the chemistry, blah blah blah, the, the fucking none of that was there. But you're so enticed with the flashy person over here right. that you go walk down this path and get your feelings hurt, and now you'd end up quitting your job, being a corporate bitch. Stop fucking with the children that you like to, to volunteer with because now you broken brokenhearted and shit over some shit that you probably could have avoided
1: exactly and also because the idea because that's where the story ends and the idea is that they live happily ever after because i always to- when i watched it i was like shit i feel like we could have got a boomerang part two yeah, because the reality is is that there's going to be another Jacqueline. <laughs> I feel I felt
0: like it because I just walked down the Because street. you
1: did Yeah, because you did not allow that nigga to deal with whatever because it's not just like she has whatever shit that prompted her that allowed her to do to take that course of action he does too and it seemed like neither one of them dealt with their shit to know why like how did we do this? because now we fucked over a really nice guy because i'm here for david allen Greer. like i really felt like yo because whole time what's going to happen is he, he will continue to be marcus's friend and now you got to be here with them
0: while they all and, happy and shit
1: yeah but then when happy marcus, air but yeah. but the, but you're going to also know what marcus does is dirt and now you're yeah. in this shit. Like, y'all just setting up people that have fucked up situations. Was, this shit up. is so... Look, when I say I started digging deep, I think another overlooked
0: um, mm. small portion of this that many women may not be ready to deal with, or men themselves, is that mm. um, the dick issues, in the sense that Martin's character really added nothing to the movie besides laughter. Um, but David yeah. Allen Greer was having some dick issues and he was saying if the doctor said, if I wore uh two in looser clothing and it would drop the balls or the temperature that it too triggered me because I feel like, you know, I'm in, as we said earlier, our mid to late thirties and I deal with older men. I have encountered a few men who've had dick issues who for whatever reason won't go to a urologist, a doctor to figure this shit out. Can I, t- I like, I, (laughs) and I felt bad because he told his boys this and what did his boys do? They joked him. So fellas, if your guy comes to you to talk about his dick issues, do not make fun of him. Encourage him to go to the doctor. Okay. Because we need to get these balls checked. His dick needs to work so that he can please the woman in his life.
1: Right. Because I, I felt like The way that his character was set up was like, because of these dick issues, I'm not having sex. The reality is, is that you niggas be trying to have sex with the dick issues and not having that conversation. Because I had to have a conversation, the last thing I had sex with. No, I haven't had sex in a very long time, but I was just like, and it was difficult.
0: It is very difficult to bring. I've had a conversation with a man too about and I was compassionate. I did too. I didn't be like I didn't go up to him like okay. Listen, ratcheteer gang. No, for real. This is some real shit. When I ask these experts and sexologists on the show about how do you broach this, how do you do this? This is coming from real life because I had to figure this out. I've had these conversations with men like Sex is important to me when I'm with somebody, right? So this yeah. lets me believe that people are not having good sex because it's no way that yeah. some man should be going out here thinking this is acceptable, right? One, I feel like as a person, not a man, woman, whatever, if something that your body used to do does not do it anymore and it was a very abrupt change, gradual change out i know i would like to know why the fuck is my pussy dry now all of a sudden if yeah i didn't have these problems before let me go to the gynecologist we need to Absolutely. talk about some things. right yeah. and so i don't understand i don't i wish that that stigma was not around for men men get exactly. very sensitive about their penis and so i had to have a very sensitive conversation to be like i enjoy you and i want to enjoy you in all of the ways not some of the ways and in order for us to do this, we need to figure out this issue we're having
1: here. Right? I was very much like that. And yeah, like nigga, I want to he gaslit you. me and told me, he was like, Oh, I thought it was just like my stamina was low. And I was just like, mm, that's not Yeah, it's how like I don't, like, don't, I don't oh, it's No, like, no, no, that's not how that works. Like it's not and I'm not saying it because like I have a penis and I know everything. I'm saying because I've heard about these conversations. Like, let's not even pretend because While we want to be sensitive to men about it, I need everybody, especially men, to have a grip on reality. It's like, while it might not be favorable, Mm -hmm. please understand there's a whole fucking market dedicated to y'all and keeping y'all dicks hard. Like Y'all are so lucky.
0: Y'all can just get a plethora of pills and potions. That you can go get prescribed from the doctor and covered by and health insurance.
1: Look, you can get off market things like um, because I hear people talk about like blue chew, which isn't necessary. Maybe you need a prescription with that. I don't know because I hear it on. You podcast. can fucking you can. It's yeah. all types of things.
0: It's all th- and it's such an easy fix. And I just I, most times it is an easy fix. Sometimes if it's not a physical problem, then it's, it's a mental, a mental psychological thing. It's thing something else going knows.
1: on. Or something going on. Or with something your triggered health. you. Yeah. Or you're
0: yeah. So it's just like that whole that little small part that I never Ever harped on before until I recently watched. Like they game. laughed at
1: him. They laughed at him. Very sad, but it was very annoying too because I was annoyed with Martin. It's so funny because I was thinking about what we were possibly talk about about this, and I was like, "What if she gave me like a fuck, Mary Kill?" And I was like, "Would I kill Martin?" Because I felt like he talked a lot oh, of shit. Well, but well, I let's don't do it. Fuck Mary Kill. It pussy was it pussy. <laughs> <laughs> fuck <laughs> Mary Kill,
0: Marcus. I don't even know their other. What is Martin's name on the movie? I don't even know. No. Oh, David! No, no, that's his real name. I'm like David. (laughs) David, David." (laughs) Yeah, I don't even know,
1: bitch. I think I would. Oh God, this is so trash because I talk all that shit about Eddie, but it's like, no, no, I'm lying. I'm way too. Eddie would get on my nerves with his bullshit, so I think I would fuck Eddie. I would kill martin surprisingly and i think i wouldn't i would i would make uh david because like would you
0: said the same exact fuck
1: because we can get this figured out the and same he same probably exact. ain't had sex in a long he so seemed long, like a and sweetheart and he was corny and i totally right.
0: we could figure it out we could figure it yeah. out and so i agree wholeheartedly with your fuck mary kill i was not yeah. going to give you that but i'm glad it's you so mentioned funny.
1: it i thought of it.
0: but i totally i totally totally would yeah. so yeah um that was uh this week's <laughs> edition of movies that hit different i might be doing this a little bit more that
1: would because
0: be nice. i really was just watching like holy shit
1: this and it's funny because i have been struggling i i still haven't finished girlfriends and i don't think i ever will Ooh, okay wow. before we wrap up it was just girlfriends i mean everybody was insufferable yeah, like I literally,
0: I think I briefly mentioned it on here. or Maybe it was on Instagram stories, but I feel like I never finished Girlfriends, the show, because it it straddled college. So in college, I really wasn't sitting down watching TV. And I was, wasn't
1: either, but there were Fridays. So I kind of watched it here and there, or I would catch marathons. It was something I, I like to take naps to.
0: Yeah, actually. like I just. I don't recall finishing it so I didn't even know that Tony left. I knew that. Yes. Like I knew in th- because of news, but I right. didn't think I didn't know how she left the circumstances in which she left. So the last yeah. thing I truly remember remember was the wedding, Tony's wedding mm-hmm. episode. I might and have I rem-
1: stopped watching when she left.
0: And I think that's when I stopped watching regularly and then I mm. remember I remember something toward when she came with that short haircut, I remember being like, "Oh, I don't like that, mm-hmm. but beyond that, it was so much of that show that I did find and I finally finished, and then with the way it finished, I was like, "What the fuck? I had to Google why it finished that way, and it was pretty much it, yeah. a casualty of the writer strike that yeah, yeah, was, yeah. the writer strike and happened I remember and it was that
1: happening. I do remember that happening, and I've watched the interviews and stuff they've done, which I think is dope, but but it all of did. the
0: characters are insufferable. The only person I yeah. really liked was William.
1: I loved William. William was funny. Yeah, I, I mean,
0: I was looking at these women yeah. like, oh, my God. Like, I get why the show was on. It was a really well-done show for Black people. But you women. know what's funny? But I did not enjoy I don't want to watch that again.
1: And you know what's funny? is just I think about it. And we may not think it of ourselves, but it's like kind of how people say about teenagers. I'm like, we might have been slightly insufferable in our 20s. And maybe that's why. Oh, I'm sure I was. I'm sure. It's yeah. Slightly and slightly so like, I feel like that's how it man, shut your ass. Up. <laughs> like, like that's how it lasted so long because at that time is relatable, but like at 35 plus, looking at it, I'm just like, my God, Joan.
0: I mean, they were all terrible friends to each other. Totally I feel like also, Joan, Joan got to be the best friend because financially she supported almost all of them everybody, at some point. Everybody. Uh, and then Joan was just insufferable because every man she met, she wanted to marry. Which it. was
1: very strange for me at uh, that age. And I remember, sad. like, I think when I watched it, when it was on in my 20s, I think I probably... I probably like Lynn and Maya the most. I think I liked Lynn the most because she just seemed the like the least dramatic of them all. Yeah, I think
0: watching it I liked Maya the most because she was funny.
1: I did like and Maya. Mm-hmm. Um but like rewatching it I was just like I didn't understand Jones' whole obsession with wanting cuz I'm again thinking about myself at that age. I was just like I remember distinctly after college after I stayed in Philly for 2 years coming home It took me a year to get a job. Was I still meeting guys and stuff like that? Absolutely. But I remember distinctly, I was just like, oh, I just need, I don't want to be in a relationship. I I want to do me. It was very weird. And maybe because everything was already in place. For her, that she felt like that's her missing piece. It but was I all missing. Like
0: yeah, I feel like that was her thing. She, but
1: I feel like that now, and I don't gag. Because at
0: first I was like, shit. I was like, how did she get this house? And then they said she like inherited the house. Right. But she had a bomb house. She had a bomb career where she was making a ton of money because she right. had a couple Birkin bags to bring it back full circle um, yeah. <laughs> to
1: the Birkin. Disney but she just
0: happened. didn't have the man and children that right. she wanted, and so I think that's why she was so obsessed with it. Yeah. But it was just, I really didn't like it. Like when she got the restaurant, I just really did not enjoy that show in a rewatch. Um,
1: yeah. I'm somewhere, I might be in season four or something, but I I, I haven't gone back. I didn't, I didn't. Yeah, back everything to after
0: season six was complete trash. Yeah, um, I'm probably
1: not going to finish. Four,
0: four, I would say five and six was some mid and seven, six, seven, and eight were complete trash.
1: Yeah, Cause where I'm at is, Todd and um, Tony have they've had their engagement party and all that oh yeah
0: you got a ways to go
1: girl keep watching and I'm I'm probably not I'm probably probably not not. because I kind of remember what happened I just yeah I don't need to see it again gotcha that's how I feel I never need to watch that again
0: and like I said on Instagram and we're wrapping it up y'all will never ever put girlfriends in the same sentence with sex in the city ever fucking again okay
1: comes on on a week. Yeah,
0: sexnicity is still my jam. Um mm-hmm. I did do a rewatch of that at the beginning of quarantine and decided that um that hit a little different too cuz I was like, fuck, I watched the re- I watched from the very first episode through the end of season. Well, I did end up watching the second movie too cuz I hadn't watched that in a and it'd long time. it be on every time. weekend. It's literally yeah. on like every other weekend. So I watched that in a long time and I was like, fuck, we're older than the girls on sexnicity too. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. And that one hit a little different, too. Even though they were white women, it's I, relationships it are relationships. Yeah, relationships. You know what relationships. you
1: should watch, and then we can, like, really, really stop. But I thought about it because I have it on DVD, but I wonder, because they did have their I did watch the reboot. The L Word. The L Word was so fucking good. That is you know, I, I never watched, watched The L Word I was, because
0: I didn't have Showtime when that was on, so maybe i oh, I was that.
1: living in Philly, and like, yo, Dish, yo, when Dish Network first came out, the shit was like maybe $100 for a month, and you got every channel there was. So I was... Alright, I, I, had, had like I never lesbian. watched The L Word, but I Please, heard it was good. Please, let's do it. Oh my God, it's a top notch.
0: Alright, then I'll turn into a lesbian. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because Shane can always get it now and forever. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh.
1: So, look, all right, Sheikah. Bye.
0: (laughs) All right, that is it for this week's episode. I want to thank the homie Sheikah for coming on, letting us do a really good girlfriend, Kiki. I don't know if you could tell. Uh, Shika was smoking, I was drinking, so we might have been a little inebriated while we were recording, but I hope you enjoyed nonetheless, and let us know. Um, if you want us to do kind of like more shit hit different when you older type shit. All right. And if you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to listen, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google podcast, iHeartRadio, Amazon music, or any app that you listen to your favorites on. Don't forget to leave those reviews too. You might just hear your review in the next episode. Follow us on all social media. Share the episode with those you love, those you don't love, those you fucking hate. I don't make those pretty images for nothing. Okay. Have a dope ass week. Stay healthy, safe, and sane. Thank you for listening and remember the ratcheting me always honors the ratcheting you homaste until next time